Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Amen. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and he did so by the power of his holy word. He spoke words, let there be, and the words that he spoke became things. And he created mankind by kneeling in the dust of this newly formed earth and forming it into the shape of a man. Picture that. God playing in the dirt and turning it into the shape of a human. And when ready, he knelt down and he breathed his word, the very breath of life itself, into the man. And the man became a living being. There was joy with God at his new creation. He spoke about all that he had made, heaven, earth, plants, animals, man and woman. And he said that all of it was very good. For his word had begun its work. The Word of God is a powerful thing, bringing into existence things out of nothing. But soon after, sin also entered the world, not from God, but from us. And sin is nothing more than a disobedience of God's word. And with sin came death, and with death came fear. Fear about what happens when we die. Will it hurt? How long will it take? Where do we go? When will we die? And facing all of this, how can we be certain? With the disobedience of God's word, mankind began to live in fear of death and all that goes with it. Thus begins the refrain of scripture. Adam and Eve, in fear of death when they found out what they had done, tried to hide and cover up their mess with leaves in the garden. They tried to keep what they had done from God the same way that you tried to keep the broken window from mom and dad. But mere leaves could not cover what they had done. Blood would have to be shed. An animal killed to cover sin. And even with that, they died. Adam died. Eve died. Their son Abel was murdered by their other son, Cain. And Cain himself also died. Their third son, Seth, died. Jared died. Noah died. Shem died. Abraham died. Isaac died. Jacob died. Joseph and Judah died. All of them 
Some were old, some were not. Some died painfully, some peacefully. But one thing is true, all of those listed deserved death, for all had sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Sin leads to death, and as they awaited the result of their sin, they felt fear of death. Jacob was afraid that Esau would kill him. Moses was afraid Pharaoh would put him to death for the murdering of an Egyptian. The people of Egypt were afraid of starving to death in the wilderness. More afraid of that, in fact, than they were of slavery. David was afraid his son Absalom would wrest the kingdom from him and murder him. King Hezekiah wept when he was told by the Lord that he would soon die. They were afraid of what was coming. And each died all the same in their own time. That's the refrain that continues throughout all of Scripture. Death and fear. Fear and death. All died over and over and over. Millions, billions whose lives have been snuffed out because of sin. Sin has a 100% death rate. And all those who died are a veritable valley filled with dead sinners, as Ezekiel sees in our Old Testament lesson. Ezekiel sees you there. He sees me there in that valley of dead, dried bones. Imagine all the dead piled up in one place. That is our Old Testament lesson. And God asks Ezekiel, Son of man, can these dead bones live? And the answer seems obvious. No. Not with sin. Sin kills. Death is forever. All will die. You, me, our friends, our neighbors. What a terrible thought. We'll die. What good will our money be then, or our car, or our home? What app on your smartphone will stop death? What hospital could save you forever? One day you will return to dust. We know it's true, and it breeds fear within us.
The disciples felt that fear in our gospel lesson for today as well. Jesus was arrested and they ran away. Why? So they wouldn't be arrested like him. They locked themselves in the upper room. Why? So that the Jews couldn't arrest them and kill them as they had Jesus. Thomas ran further away, not wanting to even get caught with the others. It's easier to arrest a whole group rather than individuals on the run separately. Even after the news came that Jesus might have been raised from the dead, they are still afraid, afraid that what he had said was true, that he was God and that they had abandoned him at his moment of need and that in his resurrection, he'd return to seek revenge, to bring divine retribution for what they had done to him. They're afraid that when they show their face, they'll be dead. They lock the door in fear as an attempt to keep certain death out. And maybe they do keep death out of that room but they cannot keep Jesus, who is alive, out. He's risen, risen indeed. The grave could not hold him. He has not returned to the dust of the ground. He returns to life. He lives. And he comes to find the disciples. And his first word, Peace be with you. He shows them his wounds, the wounds which earned their forgiveness of sins. Peace be with you because these wounds have earned your forgiveness. Peace that flies in the face of the fear of death. Peace be with you. Death has been destroyed and defeated. Peace because the grave has been broken. Jesus returns later and finds Thomas, and the message is the same. Be not afraid. Peace be with you. Don't disbelieve, but believe that the grave has forever been destroyed. Not only that, but Jesus, the very God who breathed life into Adam in the Garden of Eden, in the very beginning, he also breathes on his disciples. He says, receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone their sins, they are forgiven. God breathes out the breath of life in the words of absolution. With that breath of life, they're no longer dust awaiting death. With that breath prophesied by Ezekiel, the valley of dry bones that consists of all the sinners of the world begins to come to life. Once, 
It had been sin and death and fear. But with Easter, now there is forgiveness, life, and joy. It's a joy that is yours as well. The breath of life has been breathed into you as you were baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. For you do not, for do you not know that you have already died in your baptism with Jesus? And if you died with him, you already have been raised with him. And you eat the very living body and blood of Jesus, the resurrected body and blood of Jesus. It is not dead bread, but living Christ. And you are what you eat. God also breathes his breath upon you. You hear his word, and thus you receive his Holy Spirit. You confess your sins and hear that they are forgiven. And just so you can be certain, know this. It is true, your sins absolutely are forgiven. That is the breath of life God speaks to your ears by sinful pastors. And since your sins are forgiven, you have life. For wherever there is forgiveness of sins, there is also life and salvation. So be glad. Feel joy. Your Lord has arisen. Your death is destroyed. You shall live. You shall have peace. You are recreated by God returned to life from death. Now, to be clear, I am not saying that one day you will not face death. You will. I will. But even as we face death in this world, we need not fear it. It holds no power over us. The same disciples who locked themselves away in fear, once they had received the Holy Spirit, went to all the corners of the globe and preached unafraid. Peter, Andrew, Thaddeus, Simon the Zealot, and Philip were all crucified for the word they spoke. James and Matthew were killed with the sword. Doubting Thomas was speared to death in India. James the Lesser was clubbed to the head. Bartholomew was skinned alive and beheaded. Out of the twelve, only John died an old man. And yet, they were unafraid. They were still in the peace that Jesus had spoken into their lives and their ears. 
They were unafraid because they knew that they would still live forever, even though they died. They were unafraid because they knew death was not their end. Their brief suffering could not compare with the joy of eternal life with God in heaven. Christ has gone first, and they would follow after. Into death, and through it, in to life. Dear Christians, you will follow also. Unless Christ returns first, you will leave this world. Maybe soon, maybe far off, maybe quickly, maybe slowly, we will all die. But know this, it will not be our end. We will live as Christ lives, even through death. Our body may decay. It may be dead, dry bones, but Christ will raise it. The breath of life will enter us again, and we shall live. That is our Easter certainty. Of that we can be sure. Death is a dog with no teeth. He's been defeated. We need not be afraid. We need not die in fear. Our sin is forgiven, and we shall live forever. For Christ is risen, he is risen indeed. Alleluia. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which far surpasses all human understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.